0: This is In The Know for Friday, July 15, the 196th day of 2022. There are 169 days left in the year. Good morning, EMB, guiding you through In The Know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes uh, podcast. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship rolls into town this weekend. And we will have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win that and a whole lot more. Coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. My beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's beat Good morning,
1: sweetheart. Good morning. How are you
0: doing? I'm okay. Are you happy it's Friday? I am. Are you happy for the sunshine? Are you happy that there's at least a chance of rain in the forecast? Your plants and tomatoes might get watered? Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, maybe it's going to be humid this weekend. (laughs) You can live through that as well. So uh, welcome welcome to the weekend. Glad you're here. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks... Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. There, take a look. Tiger Woods probably making his last stroll up St. Andrews in the British Open. He's going to miss the cut. Walking up 18, got tears in his eyes. There you go. Yeah, that's, take that's take a look. It's going to be probably be the last time you see it because they move the Open around. Uh-huh. This will be the last time in his career as a professional that uh, they'll play it at, uh, at St. Andrews at the birthplace of, of golf. So there you go. Now, closer to home, back on American soil, Sam, I have figured out who should be your favorite founding father. Uh,
2: you know, it, we can talk about that, but you're not just going to skip over the fact, and, and I don't know why I don't get to pick music. You know, you were playing music all you wanted yesterday, but I don't get to pick it today.
0: Sam, are you leading the show today? I am now. I'm okay. taking over
2: because, you know, we're talking about what happened in the Bronx last night. That the Cincinnati Reds took the series against the New York Yankees. Why, we need a little Connie (laughs) Smith. Is that what you got playing there? I was going to even do it myself. I was going to find a way to hack into it. There it goes. Perfect.
1: Right on cue. You're going to get in trouble on a Friday. He's he's the one that hit (laughs) play.
0: Okay, who's my favorite founding father? No, oh, no, too late now. No, too, <laughs> you too, the too, too late, you got your <laughs> Connie Smith. You're all good to go now. Uh, weather-wise, going to be a hot and humid weekend. More humid, hot showers overnight tonight. Gradually increasing humidity throughout the day today. We'll see rain chances isolated today and tomorrow. We'll see a spike in rain chances on Sunday and Monday and then a dry trend for later in next week, I think our highs will be closer to the lower 90s, but closer to the Louisville Metro. Going to get uh, higher, going to be more humid. It's going to feel like you're wearing that uh, that muggy jacket. You know, that time of year where you just walk around going, oh, it feels like I'm wearing a jacket because it's so humid outside. But we'll see increasing clouds today. We'll see a 20% chance of rain, isolated thunderstorms tonight, a low of 73, partly sunny tomorrow, and a high of uh, 92, we will call it for tomorrow. So maybe dodge a shower or two, maybe not so much. I mean, it, it wouldn't be Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship if it weren't at the same time, 100% humidity and 100 degrees and then two inches of rain, but right over the square. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be dry everywhere uh-huh, else, uh-huh. but then it'll Clarkson be, won't get anything. And and Clarkson, as as if you look at the drought map now, you know, you look at a drought map. There's a bullseye just like anything else.
2: I, I find it very weird. It's 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 interesting to me. Areas how much...
0: east of Clarkson and into eastern Grayson County seem to be the driest in the region, in particular in the state, and that's just the bullseye of a very dry period. a dry area that includes Breckenridge, Edmondson, Grayson, Hardin, and Hart counties. Then you've got some extreme portions of western Kentucky, Carlisle, Fulton, Graves, and Hickman. But Sam, the totals of rain, like 3.1 inches of rain for the region east of Clarkson. Uh, Kentucky Mesonet, that uh, Grayson County's only had 3.2 inches of rain the entire month of June.
2: And July combined. And July combined. But... And you have the stat there in front of you because since I wrote it, I have to I have to make it statistical. Sure. Out of those two, only if two of those days have accounted for almost three quarters of the rain. Seventy
0: three percent, if you round up. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. So, okay. You know,
2: almost three quarters of the rain that we've had in the last two months, in the last month and a half, have come on only two to two days.
0: Yeah, it's dry. Um, it, what's funny is we had a little rain last week, and it has helped it to. F- Feel not as dry but if you if you're walking ground in big clifty in those areas east view it's going to be even drier than if you're in the western portions of grayson county so your mileage uh, your mileage we may got, like a
2: little it tried yesterday
0: pray pray for uh, try pray it for, it for the rain. Drizzled a little bit yes because my truck got washed yesterday so we had to get at least some <laughs> amount. Of yeah rain. i
2: mean it wasn't much
0: that's just the way that uh, just the way that it works uh, Congress honored, U.S. Congress honored World War II hero of Iwo Jima with the ultimate salute yesterday. You know, it's been a couple of weeks ago now that we mourned the passing of the last remaining Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, Woody Williams. Woody Williams, a native of West Virginia. He. Uh, has done so much work over the last decades with the Gold Star families. He kind of started and has his, his charity that he's involved in. Now, I saw, even after we talked about his passing, and it's kind of a changing of the guard, if you will, because the last last living member uh, of the Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, he tried to join the Marines and was told uh, he was too short. And then the further we got toward World War II, they relaxed that restriction and they let him in at uh, an age. And to hear his story on what he did in battle with uh, flamethrowers and being charged and just at such a young age is just remarkable. He's only five foot six, but he's called a force of nature. And anyway, he was paid uh, tribute. This is a really cool picture. I I see that photo from above, from the top of the Capitol Rotunda down into the floor there to see where he is uh, saluted by Congress. So just to give you an idea, by the way, only six others have received the honor of uh, lying in honor in the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. Only six other people than Woody Williams. Rosa Parks, the Reverend Billy Graham, which I had the blessing to be able to see and be present for. And four Capitol Police officers. Four Capitol Police officers who served in that Capitol and three other general citizens, one of which Woody Williams. And I mentioned kind of a changing of the guard uh, for, uh, for him. You know, there's, uh, we're, we're losing, losing that generation. We lost the mother of former first children. We can't call her the first lady because, uh, of course, they were, they were not married when President Trump was president. But Ivana Trump, first wife of the former president, has died at age seventy-three. She's the mother of uh, Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka, and so she passed away. They not official uh, cause of death hasn't been yet ruled, but they're thinking probably something uh, coronary or so. She was found at the bottom of a staircase yesterday after having lunch out at a restaurant, and so um, you know they remained they remained allies of one another and supporters. She's the one, I, didn't, I had forgotten, she's the one that coined the phrase the Donald. She used to refer to him as the Donald, you know, even <laughs> long before politics, and that name kind of stuck. So the Trump family, and, and uh, others as well, mourning the passing of uh, Ivana Trump. I got a couple of really nice notes yesterday um, about our tribute and words we had to mention about the passing of Josh Duvall earlier in the week in that tragedy. And yesterday was a day where you get into situations like that, even someone who I I, I, I appreciate the blessing I have to with the gift of words sometimes, but uh, I'm often, you know, at a deficit on the amount of words to be able to offer in a situation like that. When I saw the um, I saw the information come through from the funeral home yesterday, I was even more uh, I was more I became more educated and I understood better on why the complete and total high regard for Josh among his community, his family. Uh, I did not know yesterday that he was a veteran. Uh, he had served, served our nation in the U.S. Army as an infantryman. Uh, he was a member of the Aneta United Baptist Church. He had worked for um, the coordinator for Litchfield Utilities on their GIS mapping. I mentioned he was an entrepreneur he was a farmer, hard worker, dad. And so I was, yesterday when I was speaking, those were just on the surface things that I knew about that were based upon my impressions that he left on everyone else. And when I learned more about what what he had done in his 33 years, I was even even more impressed. So his family and his community will be laying him to rest this weekend. Uh, visitation tomorrow. By the way, in case you saw an early Information on that, visitation begins tomorrow at noon. That's an hour later than was originally offered. And then the funeral services will be Sunday afternoon. And uh, so anyway, just continue to pray for the family and the community because um, left left a big impression in such a short number of years. You know, 33 you consider to be the the prime and um, accomplished a a lot and did a lot for the kingdom and his community and family in that uh, short number of years and, and thank uh, thanks for his service to our nation. The Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship, uh, of course, is also happening in the community this weekend, gets underway today. We get a lot of questions, uh, you know, when are the fireworks? The Fireworks are tonight. <laughs> Fire, fireworks are tonight at, at dusk. Got any t-shirts? Uh, Yeah, that's another popular question we get. But the loud stereo contest is under, you know, that'll be at this afternoon. You'll have the cruise in. that's on the square today. Then really is the tomorrow is the full day, you know, between the pancake breakfast at the firehouse. And then you got the the uh, rods and the cars and the trucks and the tractors. And you got that show throughout the day. Children's activities two until uh, dark. And then you've got um, Firewater Firewater Junction that is filling in for for the Cleverleys. So that's going to be a big weekend. Uh, By the way, I know the courthouse is closing at noon today on the square. And... I don't know what time today traffic will be restricted around the square, but I would presume it's any time now. It, it's, you, they, need, they need the day often to set, uh, set those up. So, well,
1: when I went through, what, when you went through, was the sign already up? Were yeah, the, the transportation
0: cabinet's already put up the reader board signs alerting people to detours. Yeah, okay. In fact, they're speaking in the affirmative that the detour is already in place. Yes. It's, okay. it's not. Uh, at least, well, well, to be clear, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it It wasn't this morning. But anyway, uh, it's be a you know big, big time in the community this weekend. So
2: um, yeah, I'm excited to to get out there. It's always so, I always history. like it when little kids get out
0: there. Oh yeah, they yeah because they're crazy good on the fiddle. Yeah, it is uh, definitely definitely is impressive. Uh, there's some other news headlines today. Just uh, I mean, uh, the governor gave an update on the Marion water shortage yesterday. Also talking about uh, Kentucky's budget surplus, said there's enough credit to go around for everybody involved. Yeah, you know, it's everybody's usually trying to. When good things happen, people are like, oh, make sure I get my credit mm-hmm. for that. A new law has put uh, Secretary of State Michael Adams as the chair of the Board of Elections,
2: which I thought already was.
0: So that office kind of got put in timeout. Um, throughout the Grimes administration. The legislature changed that law to where it broke up some of those powers. And uh, Adams people supposedly went in and cleaned it up and and, uh, made some protections to assure those types of things wouldn't happen again. And so they reverted that. So it was like taking them out of the penalty box and letting them back into the game. Anyway, that's one of the news headlines. But one of the things I want to... So yesterday, something uh, unique happened, a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, Rick from dog creek was here uh rick from dog creek's been a long time caller to this building his name's rick torrance by the way but we oh, just, I know um, him as rick we,
2: from dog creek yeah, oh, yeah we absolutely. just always
0: knew him because he would call in to uh, this show he'd call in to you know even tradio shop local etc and so we you know just knew him knew him by his calls and his voice anyway he was here yesterday and he dropped off something for you sam uh, he left a, a gift for you. He had found some things that he had just picked up. Things that we had said over the years that um, we were interested in, or things that we might appreciate. So uh, there's a Mark Mark Martin,
2: who's my dad's uh, favorite NASCAR driver, collectible Absolutely.
0: ornament from NASCAR. Yeah, and
2: see that's cool. That is very cool. Yeah, I appreciate he, that. He knew yeah, knew you, you would
0: appreciate that. Now over your corner, behind over your right shoulder, you'll see back there, Sam. There's a, a ten. An American spirit tobacco tin that he brought for me that wow. is uh filled with various kinds of stamps, so inside there are uh we talked about green stamps there are merchant stamps in there there are other just various uh stamps that are inside this American spirit tin and so Rick was kind enough to
1: oh I can't wait because not, I actually have a stamp collection
0: we're not we're not the uh We're not, like, Dog Creek's not right next door. So it obviously made, it took an effort for him Mm -hmm. to stop by and gift these to us. And so we're very very grateful. Now, one thing that happened yesterday that I wish had happened a little bit differently was that I was not in a great position yesterday to um, engage and, and express as much gratitude as I could when Rick was here. And so I would also like to apologize to him that we didn't have time to converse and spend more time. And, uh, after Rick left, I thought, you know, I might not have been as uh, welcoming as I could have. And so I regretted that. So I I wanted to take a moment to thank Rick for coming. It was very kind of him. It obviously required effort Mm -hmm. to find his way here and to get into our building. Um, I, I do feel, I do feel, so I feel bad about that and, and hope that Rick knows how much we appreciate him stopping by. To pull the curtain back 100%, over the last few years, the safety and security of our building has become a much greater concern than it once was. And we have had to take measures over the last few years because, frankly, there are people in our community that don't know how to act, and they end up in places they should not, saying and doing things that they're not supposed to, and it forces people in our walks of life to do things a little bit differently. So yesterday was one of those days, and I I had our youngest with me, and I had... And so I was kind of blindsided on someone entering the building, and you go into dad protective mode, and you're not quite sure, okay, someone is here unscheduled, et cetera. So just in complete transparency, you're, as a parent and as a custodian of a building, you're kind of like, okay, wh- what's going on here? Mm-hmm. So there was actually a complete and total relief mm-hmm. Define it's someone here with a gesture of kindness and love for service. And so it leaves you after the fact with kind of this feeling of, you know, I'm very grateful that that's, that that's what it was. So that kind of explains most people don't know about the things that I just alluded to that happen to us from time to time that force us to reevaluate security and access and those things. Unfortunately, the world is a place where you have to have those conversations, but guess what? There are still the Rick Torrances of the world who will go out of their way. To uh, put kindness in the days of others. And yesterday we were the recipient of that. And I'm very grateful. Miss yeah, uh, Buckles, little... I know you're grateful. And Sam, yes. I know you love your treat as well.
2: Absolutely. I think so. I even have a, a very
0: similar card. I've got a bunch of those cards at home. Yep. Uh, awesome. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing that on your tree this Christmas. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. I've got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Be a Dork Day. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. I, get, I get to check the box. Every day. It is gummy worm day today. Oh yes, I haven't had one of those in a while.
1: Oh, love them.
0: Sour? Does it? I
1: prefer not sour, but I will eat the sour
0: gummy worms or gummy bears. Which are better? I love worms. gummy worms. Yeah, I mean, I'll what's, I'll
1: it. eat them all.
2: But. I can't remember because it's Hasbro's
0: the bears. What's the brand of the of the worms? Is it Hasbro or is it another name that ends in bro? Is it has it no
2: Has Hasbro's the uh, is is. Board yes, games. Th- it's board games, isn't it? Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. But caribou. Yeah. Haribu. That's, that's right. Yeah, the gold like, packaging. Because yeah, yeah, we yeah. always
0: think of like caribou. Why is it caribou? But, but what's the gummy word? I'm trying to think now. The gummy St. Yes. Swithin's that's Day. Honoring the 7th century bishop of Winchester. According to legend, if it rains on St. Swithin's Day, it'll rain for the next 40 days. If it's clear, no rain will fall for 40 days. Please no. So it's like a groundhog day? let because
2: uh, there's forecast. no rain in the forecast no today. I don't think so. But we can't go 40 more days without rain.
0: Tomorrow is a fresh is fresh spinach day. I, I mean, I like spinach.
1: I get my fair share of
0: spinach. Tomorrow, I had some fresh spinach this canned. week. It was in a salad with other lettuce, mm-hmm. other greens, but it was in there. I like spinach. I mean. I not a not, lot of spinach. not a real fan of the souffle variety. But I'm good to the finish because me eats me spinach. Mm-hmm. Corn fritter day tomorrow. Sunday is World Emoji Day.
1: Okay.
0: And... um. Does,
2: does Alea like that movie? Emoji movie? Because I heard it was terrible, wasn't it?
0: I don't know. I suppose she hasn't seen it, which she is was, fine with okay.
2: me. I was going to say, I didn't know if that was one of those that is on
0: repeat oh no no uh, no <laughs> Negative. no we were we, we were matter of fact i shared her about repeat yesterday we were talking about frozen three coming out mm-hmm. and so frozen three was confirmed earlier this week and so i asked her if she remembered going to see frozen two she said she did not I'm like yeah that's been a couple years ago so that's probably before your memory bank is really good and formed up but i asked her i said do you know what you said at the end of the movie yeah <laughs> When, at the, as the credits rolled on Frozen 2 at the movie theater, she said, what? She said, can we watch it again? <laughs> because she was already accustomed to whatever she liked to watch, mm-hmm. starting at the beginning. It's like, well, it doesn't quite work that way at the movie theater. Not today, but you can see it again some other, unless, some other She's getting smart enough
1: now, time. though. Unless you
2: got 12 more dollars in that case, will you watch it as many times as you want. She's <laughs> yeah.
1: hooked on a show um, called Eureka right now. And she, so she's smart enough to know. She told me the other day. She said, "I like to watch the same thing for a long time, and then I switch to something else that I like, and I watch it for a long so, time."
0: So she's already a binger. So
1: I said, "So that means <laughs> rubbing I've, off on her." Right? Yeah, when you get tired of something, that's when you switch. She said, "Yes."
0: Yeah. So, but that works on some things in life. But other things, yeah. it probably shouldn't 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 happen. National Ice Cream Day is also Sunday. So, um, live it up however you want to with National Ice Cream Day on Sunday. Many people are traveling this time of year, going different places they haven't been, scouting out new things, seeing new sites. My parents are a couple that are, um, they like to go these odd, out-of-the-way, eclectic places. Not exactly like to see the biggest, you know, ball of yarn in the world, but... I'm-
2: I know, didn't, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't I don't know if they've completed it. They were going to go to the county seat of all 120 counties in Kentucky. Been there. They've Have taken they care finished of,
0: that? Uh, yes, recently. Okay. I think they, I know did, that... they took care of that. Um, the, now they're on national parks and national, um, mo- not national monuments. but Forests the, and all that? Yeah, they're taking care of some of those. But they will go to you know various museums or various locations. And so uh, this is something they could. But now it's like, you know, you get older, you become your parents. So Chuck Jones, who is the creator of the classic Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons. There is a what's up doc, the art of Chuck Jones exhibit at the Museum of the Moving Image in New York. And they have the rules that Chuck Jones wrote for the Wiley, Coyote and Roadrunner series. So he was the head of the series. But it was under his guidance that the other animators then would write storylines. They would write the what, images. What kind of rules? But They're right here.
2: Oh, good. I, I mean, I didn't know, like, what
0: that could. And so knowing the rules that they used in the beginning and having consumed the series, it's interesting to know what rules they actually put pen to paper and said, here are the virtues of our cartoon." Because so much of what you need to know about life, you can learn from Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. He needs to buy everything from Acme? Yes. Is that? <laughs> or Amazon. <laughs> the the Roadrunner, rule number one, the Roadrunner cannot harm the coyote except by going, meep, meep. All right, that's the only... I
2: guess it's true. Usually all Can kind of his,
0: thumb his nose at the coyote by simply going, meep, meep. I guess usually all, all the injuries are self-inflicted, aren't they? Yes, No, number two rule, no outside force can harm the coyote, only his ineptitude or the failure of Acme products. Now, occasionally they make an exception for a train or a truck, (laughs) but most of them were ineptitude and Acme products. Number three, the coyote could stop any time if he were not a fanatic. Number four, no dialogue ever except meep meep and yowling in pain. If you'll notice, there were no words in the entire series except for meep meep and Wile E. Coyote would occasionally. Tom and
2: Jerry usually didn't either, but occasionally they'd throw some words in there and it just wasn't as good.
0: Right. The Roadrunner, if you think, the Roadrunner must stay on the road for no other reason than that he's a Roadrunner. So if you go back through, I bet you'll find out that in every frame, the Roadrunner is always in the road. Mm-hmm. Number six: All action must be confined to the natural environment of the two characters, the Southwest American desert. Doo, 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 doo. Sorry, my phone's ringing. I have a different watch on today, and it makes a different noise. Look curious. I didn't I first I was
2: looking down at mine to make sure it wasn't
0: This is my work watch. Like when I'm gonna be banging around on stuff. It's my work oh, watch. I didn't know
2: if you were gonna bring up like multiple watches one day.
0: Number seven I have two. Number seven, all tools, weapons, or mechanical conveniences must be obtained from the ACME Corporation. hmm Okay, good. Number eight, whenever possible, make gravity the coyote's greatest enemy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he jumps up in the air and... <laughs> Succeed. Runs over the bluff. Uh-huh. Of a, you know, runs over a bluff. Hangs there for hangs a there second. Hangs there until he looks down, and then it's all over. Gravity wins. And his head stands there for a second. Number nine, the coyote is always more humiliated than harmed by his failures. That was kind of a sweetness of the uh-huh. thing, is that he'd get, you know, he'd get pulverized, but then it was really his hurt feelings that were the biggest deal. Number 10, the audience's sympathy. I thought this one was really neat. The audience's sympathy must remain with the coyote. Even though you knew it was his own fault for everything that befell him, uh-huh. you still felt empathy for the coyote. Like, poor coyote, just can't get it right. Because the Roadrunner was always, like, snarky and sarcastic, like,
2: meep, meep. Isn't it? It's kind of interesting because you would say, Tom and Jerry, not the same, but in a similar yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. You'd probably
0: feel more for Jerry, wouldn't you? Sylvester and Tweety also similar. Like you kind of felt like, uh, eh, Sylvester. You wanted to be you wanted to be team Tweety. Oh, but, but
2: see, I'd be pro Jerry instead of pro Tom. You would. But I guess Jerry's more harmful towards Tom.
0: And rule number eleven. This is the cardinal rule of Coyote and Roadrunner. The coyote is not allowed to catch or eat the roadrunner. So it was listed as a rule that that's (laughs) the show. Well, and so there, (laughs) there you go. Well, even, you know, Coyote got beaten to smithereens some days, but he still came back the next day. So
2: Uh there you go.
0: Clocked in Warner Ralph, right? (laughs) Well, that's another, that was another cartoon series. That Uh was within the Warner Brothers family. Uh A new survey says 71% of the middle class is cutting back on takeout. Inflation has hit supermarket shelves everywhere. Higher food prices relative to what people can actually spend also hurt the restaurant industry. Concerns over how to pay for groceries grew by four percent between March and July. Similarly, the percentage of respondents who said they would cut back on going to restaurants and ordering takeout grew from fifty seven percent in March to seventy one percent last month.
2: Unless you count like drive through.
0: I don't couldn't tell you the last time I ordered takeout. <clears throat> it made me wonder. I looked at just, we have not sat down and said, we need to spend less on takeout, but I can tell that we are, we, we've we yeah. not like, we've not written down and said, okay, we, we're going to have to do this less mm-hmm. because, oh, I mean, I don't know how we're going to do this and how we're going to do that, but just naturally, you've just walking around with this idea that, well, I mean, so, well, I mean, we can't... Maybe we shouldn't do that twice a week. Maybe we should just do it once. You don't even have to say it. You just do it. Like, I'll suggest less. Do you want to... Mm-hmm. Whatever. Our freezer has less in it now than it probably has had in, well, maybe since we got the freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're just, oh, there's something in the free. Well, I'll just do this or I'll just do that. Now, partly because... We didn't invest in a self-defrosting freezer. It needs to be def- defrosted. And, and so in order to do that, it has to be emptied. So there are multiple reasons. But one of them is also, let's just eat out less.
2: Is there such a thing as a self-defrosting freezer? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, interesting. yeah, we didn't buy that. That was then. always That was always the downside of moving out of the dorm. Sit there and let that thing defrost.
0: We needed one. We found a really good yeah. deal on one and just went, let's get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't go. And then oh, started need You
2: didn't think about the time yeah. that you'd have to defrost it. We weren't no.
0: worried about that part. We were just worried about the what to do. Our freezer is over is over running.
1: Sometimes we do a pantry clean-out. We're gonna have to do a freezer cleanout. So we did we're that not we're too doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, slow and steady. Not having yeah. to reach way further in there to get something. Yeah. I can see the bottom mm-hmm. of it now. Mm-hmm. I'm Like, hey, that's good.
2: She got a Leia for, right? Put her to work. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> get her a little
2: stepladder and she can get in there,
0: right? We may have more popsicles per capita than any family in the state.
2: Yes, probably.
0: And I'm I mean, not blaming it on the kids. No, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so. it's me as well.
2: Got a lot of uh, yellow ones in, in there right now, There too. are no
1: yellow ones at the house. Well. I
0: guess they've all moved here. They're the Otter Pop the variety. The Otter Pop, if yeah. They're, there might be if some, they're at the house. So. Speaking of young people, kindergartners need longer stretch Of nighttime sleep. A new study recommends a longer stretch of nighttime sleep for children starting kindergarten this upcoming school year. Researchers say that the 10 hours they need is one long stretch plus naps. The fewer naps will help them get to the 10 hours each night.
1: Firm believer.
0: Now, once you get to first grade, is it no longer important? No, it's still, um, I, I think this is for when they start the school. And, Get then, and then you can gradually taper it mm-hmm. off. Grad, they'll just naturally tell you when they mm-hmm. need a little and when they need a little less. But of course, our youngest about to be a kin- about to be a first grader. But I remember as soon as school started last, we we were gone for the first day of school. We got home though for the first day of the week, like the first week of school, full week at the end, the first full week, mm-hmm. and the first time that she came home from kindergarten was just wiped out. I mean, complete asleep at six o'clock. Yes. You know, and it would sleep till the next morning. And so their little bodies just gradually mm-hmm. build endurance as they go. But yes, if you're, you know, if you're shorts, short sighting your kids rest, oh. you, most, they're paying for it and you're paying for it too.
1: And most kindergartens now no longer offer nap. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. offer what is called a quiet time where you can play quietly at your desk with something small but it's not an actual... You can put your head down or... Uh,
0: Isn't that probably more for the educator I think <laughs> than, it absolutely is. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think yes. so. And then this made me laugh. A woman was scolded by a cashier for going through the drive-thru backward. <laughs> Shelby Lee is driving a 1994 Nissan Skyline, and it features a steering wheel that is on the right-hand side. So it's an Engl- like an English. It was imported from Japan, mm-hmm. and she's driving it in the United States. So she is has a future she's driving a mail carrier. Car. No, I was going to say she has a future in in being a U.S. postal carrier. Uh, but think about it; she can't go through drive-throughs right. uh-huh. without like leaning over, and uh-huh. without leaning over. So she finds drive-throughs. That she can back into, but then you got to go to, like, you got to go past the first window (laughs) to, if you're doing it the right way, you got to go to the window you come through to first. And so, anyway. How
1: old is she, does it say? It's,
0: uh, yeah. she's not that old. You can look uh, at her. Yeah, she's 22 or something. Well, that's impressive. Something in that range. I mean. Yeah. But people look at her like she's back in. I mean, the drive-thrus around here you never get into no, you know there's just no chance that you'll <laughs> find one free enough that you can ever back into but it reminds me listen if you've never driven one but like, driving a right hand car on the right hand done it. is one thing but the first time you have to do it on the other side of the road like when you drive somewhere with it i would take it from me don't let your first experience of that be in the dark Yes. In a town that you've never been to before. Correct. Yeah. Sounds you, like you're
2: speaking from experience. I'm certainly Absolutely. speaking from
0: experience. So i got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got today's water cooler question, your chance to win. Coming up here on In the Know, a jumbo jet uses more than 4,000 gallons of fuel to take off. Really? They don't need as much <laughs> fuel to stay in the air, or once they get up there, they start, you know... Physics takes yeah, over. But to get off the ground, to ex- ex- escape the gravitation of the ground Plus with all that weight, weight yeah. 4,000 gallons. So imagine what that costs just to take off. Like, they take off and go, oh. Uh-huh. By the way, that's jet fuel. That's uh-huh. not uh, how much a gallon jet not fuel? 87 octane. Oh, there's no telling. I'll bet jet fuel right now, it probably pro- I, at least double. Have... Probably at least double. What? Maybe even more than that.
2: Can I buy that at the uh local Valero? You cannot. Um how
0: much is a gallon of jet? I know fuel? where I know where
2: Oh, I'm... well oh okay, so this is a year ago. Okay. <laughs> what does okay. it say?
0: What did it say a year ago?
2: Okay, well, now I'm looking in uh well now okay, apparently there's like 14 different types of it. But on April 15th, 2021, jet fuel A was $4.81 a gallon.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I would have thought it
0: was more than that. Yeah. I would have had definitely, no idea. Definitely more now. Uh, here's today's water cooler question. If you're not one in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. Give you your choice of theme park tickets today if you can be victorious. And here's the question. On an average weekday, you'll use four. On weekends, you'll use... Six. On an average weekday, you'll use four. On weekends, you'll use six. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. On an average weekday, you'll use four. Is this true for you? Absolutely not. What about for us? I can't imagine it no I no I, I think you're both too I think you're both too wise to do this new at the movie theater today where the crawdads sing so I've read the Delia Owens book um it's good
2: Is this the Taylor didn't Taylor, Taylor Swift have a connection in this
0: Taylor Swift wrote the theme That's wrote right. okay. one of the songs for the soundtrack called Carolina but um, it's a Reese Witherspoon production okay Anyway, the book's good. Are you looking forward to the movie, hon?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Just, I mean, no more. I, I than,
1: loved the book, so I'm one of those people that is kind of hard to her, top the book.
0: I saw her this weekend. She's writing. He's writing another book. I don't think it's a sequel, but she's feeling a lot of pressure. She was. I'm uh, sure. She had an interesting, interesting life. She's in her 70s, and it's, uh, it's her first book. It took her over a decade to write. Where the Crawdads Sing. Pause of Fury is also new at the theater today. It's a kid kids movie, isn't it? Uh, I th- it's a yeah PG animated uh-huh. comedy. Ricky Gervais and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's a... well. Let's hope they cleaned up their potty mouth before they uh, made a kids movie.
2: That's, that's like an interesting combination. And
0: then uh, PG comedy drama called Mister Harris Goes to Paris. Okay, Mister Harris Goes to Paris. There you go. All right. I
2: got nothing on this water cooler. I, you nor know, do I. You all struck out. I'm just, I got one, but I don't I think don't it's have anything it's right.
0: Down. Top Gun Maverick has flown past Titanic as Paramount's highest grossing movie at the domestic box office. Top Gun Maverick has officially become Paramount's highest grossing movie in the United States and Canada, surpassing Titanic, while the 1997 romance disaster epic uh, technically racked up close to $660 million at the d- domestic box office. With both its original run and several subsequent re-releases, it's earned it earned six hundred point eight on its first run, a number that has now been surpassed by Maverick, the sequel to 1986's Top Gun, has raked in six hundred two million dollars domestically since its May twenty seventh release. Amazon has released the new Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Powers trailer, teasing the beginning of a new era. Don't know anything about it. I'm so far like. I'm i I'm too far gone. I'm not gonna start at the beginning on the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there's no
1: well,
2: way. you'd be easier to catch up with that than like on the Marvel movies
0: or something Probably, like that. Probably. But the I am uh-huh. I'm just saying
1: huge fan of the <laughs> Hobbit, but now
0: You all can have uh-huh. the Lord of the Rings, like whatever uh-huh. it is. That's uh, why I, I'm satisfied you, you all can have whatever enjoyment I may derive from that, you all take it. That's why I prefer Potter.
2: I'm already I'm already in on those. I know what it is. No I'm, I'm in getting. on those.
0: Alfonso Ribeiro. Will join Tyra Banks as co-host for the season 31 of Dancing with the Stars. Ugh. So no Tom Bergeron.
1: Not that we watched that, but the two of
2: those, interesting. Yeah, well,
0: does he have to do the Carlton in every to... Dancing with the Stars? I mean, is he like obligated, contractually, to do that? Are the contestants I mean, he now forbidden? He's, funny. To he's use not. It? Oh yeah, can they not do the Charles? Uh, can they not do the Carlton? That's a good question. Uh, apparently, many people are stumped, and we got a lot of answers, but no good ones. No! 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 no, Sorry, none of you all. Interesting. I was
2: just looking, and there was at least one guess. There was at least one guess on there that I that I was saying that that makes kind of sense.
1: You absolutely do not, and you think that he and I are wiser.
0: Yeah, I don't think you all do this. I think you all are way way under on these. Um, like, one person said ounces
2: of shampoo. Like, that's not a that's not a bad guess.
0: The ten most sleep-inducing rock songs. Number ten, John Lennon, Imagine. The Eagles, Desperado, at nine. Every Breath You Take, The Police, at eight. Walk on the wide, Wild Side, Lou Reed, at seven. Jackson Brown, The Load, at six. I don't know that song. Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight, by The Beatles, at four. Elton John Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's at 3, Led Zeppelin going to California at 2, and the most sleep-inducing rock song is Elton John Your Song. I hope you don't mind. Put I hope you don't. Put your right mind. to sleep. Mugs or cups? Oh. You use 4 on a weekday, four. you use 6 on Saturdays and Sundays.
1: Mugs? No, I did think coffee. Mugs. Like coffee pots. Mugs
0: and cups. Wow. Four a day weekdays, six on weekends.
1: You people must like to wash the dishes. That's
0: what I was thinking. I was like, nope, I'm just gonna use mine over and over. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back with more and finish it up with a here on In the Nose. MB's point to finder for today. What movie never gets old, no matter how many times you've seen it? This should be obvious. If you've listened to the show more than a month, you should know what my answer is. Top Gun? I'll circle Horse back Gump. to it in a moment. Oh, yeah, sorry. is right for me. But I wasn't sure. If she is, she'll watch Friends infinitely, but that's not a movie. No. So I was curious to know which movie frozen. it might be. Negative. Well, that wouldn't <laughs> Negative be. Negative Houston. <laughs> I'd be more inclined to be Frozen, probably.
1: You really don't know? I think you would teeter totter between two guesses. Dirt, dirty Dancing. That's one of them.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that that's one, but it...
1: what's something? Home Alone.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I and can that's the know, thing. You but I can that watch, watch
1: that year round. Yeah, you do watch it year yes.
0: round. You haven't watched it in a while. I was going to guess of. Hamilton, but that's a <laughs> uh-huh. nice. <laughs> Not a movie. Not a movie. Mm. Well,
2: Sam, what about you? I mean, Talladega Nights. That's that's a good one. Step Brothers, yeah. those are good. I'd lean more towards the comedy route. Yeah. Something that you know the jokes are. So
0: uh, there's a, there are a few with me. Um, catch Me If You Can. Uh-huh. So Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. That's a good one. Uh, it's also got Christopher Walken. Love that. We got Martin mm-hmm. Sheen in it. Just love the, love the story. I will also watch Ocean's Eleven every time if it's on. Just love all the different um, layers to that. Shawshank Redemption is another one that I will watch a lot. But but if it's on Forrest Gum, I'll be like, yeah, I'll just put it on there.
1: I mean, I have several that I watch on repeat, but if you want mm-hmm.
0: the one. The one. The one home is alone. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, for you, without a doubt. Yes.
1: And I laugh the same every time <laughs> I watch it. It's like I've never seen it before.
0: So uh, we'll have some live coverage for you, by the way, uh, K-105 Digital Productions from... The uh, Fiddlin' uh, Championship this weekend starting today. Again, fireworks are tonight. Tell your friends. You'll see. You'll see. When? When are the fireworks tonight? When, when do they start? Uh, I mean, tonight. That's that's. D-dust. Where?
2: Where can I see them from?
0: Duskish. Everywhere.
2: Come on, Sam. You're killing me, Smalls. Every,
0: everywhere. We well, also t-shirts. a good movie. Yeah, that is.
2: saying uh, Sandlot is a good movie. Yes. Like. Uh, let's
0: see. On television tonight, Bad
2: News Bears.
0: I'm talking. Oh, by the way, I recorded. Moves. I recorded Bad News Bears which, uh, which recently. Original oh, wait, or the? the got to be the
2: original. The new one's not bad. I mean,
0: no, nope, it's got to be the original. Walter Matthau makes it. Uh-huh. ABC 2020 tonight. Campfire sessions on CMT. Jason Aldean, if you like him. Tomorrow night, season two finale of Transplant on NBC. Big Brother. Huh, Big Brother. So we did get caught up last night. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the girl I said that I really like, she flamed out. And I, by flame out it just means she just had enough of it. She she burned really hot and bright, like she was mm-hmm. talking crazy talk and she was like I'm Buddha and <laughs> it was weird. Um so anyway. So you're out
2: on her.
1: Take care of your mental health, people. Yeah,
0: definitely take care of your mental health. She's she was rough. She was getting like two hours of sleep a night and she was just I mean, she's really talking out of her out of her mind. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1916, the Boeing Company, originally known as the Pacific Aero Products Company, was founded in Seattle. In 1834, the Spanish, by the way, the head of household guy, the Vegas performer, yes he got off scot-free because he has no blood on his hands.
1: No, no, but there are going to be some repercussions.
0: There will be, yes. Okay.
1: From one that he nominated. Okay. Well, even though nothing happened.
0: That's true, but but everybody because there was because there was no actual eviction vote.
1: Yeah, but he. I think he will. Then still his give. head
0: of household. Well, but he he was spared. Less. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm In 1834, the Spanish Inquisition was abolished more than three and a half centuries after its creation. So for those of you that walk around going, what is this, the Spanish Inquisition? The answer is no. It ended a long time ago. Never said that. In 1870, Georgia became the last Confederate state to be readmitted to the Union. I think a lot of us just said, make them wait. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charlie Daniels came in and saved
0: him, right? Tell tell Georgia we'll get to them when we're mm-hmm. good and ready. MSNBC was launched this date in 1996. Donald Trump chose Mike Pence as his running mate this date in 2016. Birthdays today, Linda Ronstadt is 76. Ariana Huffington is 72. Mac McAnally is 65. Forrest Whitaker is 61. I like Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker is a great actor. One of my favorite roles of Forrest Whitaker that gets overlooked is he plays Robin Williams' side co- uh, sidekick in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Brigitte Nielsen is 59 today. Brian Austin Green is 49. And Ian Armitage, who plays young Sheldon, is 14 today. Oh, wow. He's funny. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Gomba Not Forgotten, Rembrandt in 1606, Cowboy Copas in 1913, Clive Cussler in 1931, Alex Karras, who was born in 1935. So, Alex Karras, of course, um, played professional football, but he was Webster's dad. He was Emmanuel Lewis's dad on Webster. But my favorite Alex Karras role, Sam, you will not be surprised when you hear me say this, he played Mongo on Blazing Saddles.
2: <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to be a movie that you were going to put in your.
0: It's recorded. Yeah, you know, since we have or, YouTube TV, I've gone through like all the movies that mm. I could ever want on demand. Record it when it comes on, record it when mm-hmm. it comes on. Bookie it, the it's, Bandit? It's, uh, definitely on. Only the original and only on Dumb edited. and Dumber. You know, I don't know that I have Dumb and Dumber recorded, but it's funny, but you want to hear good. the most annoying sound in the world? No, I do not. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> Mauna Nat King Lisa. Cole was number one, one in 1950. Mona you. Lisa. You're so like the lady with the mystic smile. Been mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a little tape degradation on that one. Oh. Johnny British. Horton. Oh my
1: goodness. Fired, fired our guns
2: and the British kept coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once a small...
0: In 1814. Like T 1968. Tammy Wynette. Providing a spelling lesson for us all. Especially for a little J O E. Sam, is your favorite Tammy Wynette song? I mean, the bar is very low.
2: like probably first time i ever heard that was probably on an episode of ksr Very man love as much as Barry I Manilow.
0: looks like we made it 77 looks like we made it <laughs> Invisible Touch by Genesis number one in 86. In the 80s, you couldn't go four songs on the radio without hearing Phil Collins on one of them. Say every fourth song had Phil Collins on it somehow. Voice Men, Water Runs Dry in 95. Jojo leave in 04 and get lucky, Daft Punk in 2013. There you go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Be happy with what you have. Be excited about what you want. Be happy with what you have. Be excited about what you want. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jime MB, and now you're in the notes.